Praise the Lord and welcome to I Have Podcast and another session of Things to Consider. I am your host, uh, Reverend Mario A. Najera. And to all those that are listening in for the first time and for all those that are returning uh, listeners, thank you for joining me today. Uh, I'm very excited. We're doing something uh, different with this uh, segment. And it's Friday. Um, I hope you all had a good weekend, uh, a good week, and uh, we'll have a blessed weekend. Uh, but I'm very excited to have with me today um, uh, Caleb Wilson, who is a registered dietitian. Um, we are here today to speak and share with you some information on the topic of health, wellness, and youth, and hope to share some information that you can consider to put to use in your personal walk with Christ. Now, although my guests have credentials in their certain field of practice, we are here only to offer information and not in any way asking you to go against your health professional or spiritual authority's teachings or recommendations made for you. So again, I'm very excited to have with me today, uh, Caleb Wilson. Mr. Caleb, good afternoon, sir, and how are you doing? Yes, definitely. Let's see here, Caleb. Give me a second. Uh, we're starting off with a bang here. Let me <laughs> let me check something really quick for us just to make sure. All right. So, okay. So I think we got everything fine there on my end. So, um, yes, definitely. I, I'm I'm really excited to, you know, get this done with you today and. Um, and, uh, you know, hoping to offer some information to people that can be useful for them, uh, that they can, you know, put in practice and, and use, you know, for themselves. And, um, and yeah, yeah, so I'm, I'm really excited. Like I said, this is something a little bit different for me uh, that we're doing today. And uh, so I definitely want to get started on this. Um, uh, if you can share something a little bit about yourself, Caleb, uh, as far as for like your background in, in nutrition. Right. Yeah. So uh, just a little bit about myself. Again, my name is Caleb Wilson. I'm a registered dietitian and that's something new um, that actually happened last December on the 20th. So I was very happy to uh, get that notification that I passed my exam on the first try and you know, I'm from Phoenix, Arizona, born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona, but now I live in Tucson, uh, and that's uh, where I really got off in my nutrition journey, you know, after I graduated from ASU, and that's where our paths crossed as well, Mario. We, we met at our workplace and uh, developed a really neat relationship, but that's where um, I was able to transition and really get into my career field of being a registered dietitian. Um, you know, before then, I really didn't know what to do in life. Mm. I, I considered pharmacy. I considered being a, um, a doctor, um, a psychologist or psychiatrist, massage therapist. I considered so many things, but um, I ended up settling down on nutrition because I thought it was really practical. You can help any, you know, anyone, everyone eats. So <laughs> um, I, I decided to put my talents and my skills towards nutrition. It's really something that I enjoy. Well, well, that's great, Caleb. Um, so one of the things I know we talked about was you trying to, you know, 
not only are you working still in that field, obviously, right now, but, you know, a passion for coaching, you know, nutrition. Um, wh where does that stem from, Kayla? Wh what's your overall goal in, tr in trying to help people do that? Yeah, so basically, like I said, our paths cross in Tucson, and it was there in our workplace working for that nutrition program that I found my passion for counseling. Mm. I love helping people and encouraging them and just helping them to be the best version of themselves and happens to be that in our workplace, like we're able to do that. And that's where I really got to hone those skills yeah. and, you know, develop my craft. And after that, I decided to uh, take that and do it on my own. And that's kind of like what I'm doing now. So, you know, I kind of doing the nutrition coaching and it's really, uh, it's really a neat interaction because with nutrition, it's more than just nutrition. Usually there's some personal things going on or some mm -hmm. mental health or um, personal. And so nutrition is just a piece of that equation. Yeah. And I'm really fortunate to be a part of the conversation. And, you know, my clients, they open up to me about different things. And I'm just kind of like a sounding board. Yeah. And then we, we plug in some nutrition, help them along the way. So it's really awesome. Yeah, no, definitely. I, I think that, that, that that's something um, I don't I don't believe it's in, in everybody. But it's just to, to be able to pour into somebody, you know, or put your little grain of salt, you know, right. into, yeah, into people and, and, and whatever you can do. This world is so big and you just want to kind of leave a mark, you know, your own exactly. little mark. Yeah, something positive. Uh, that's what I always tell my boys. You, you know, you, we're going to be a, you know, benefit to society. In other words, mm -hmm. you know, no matter how big or small it is, but we want to definitely be out there. Definitely, but, but kind of uh, what we wanted to, uh, what we we're kind of going to talk about today, Caleb, uh, like you were mentioning earlier, just, uh, you know, just everything encompassing, um, you know, nutrition, like you said, it kind of has a lot to do with other things, too. But, um, you know, wellness and health and, you know, and health and well-being, you know, is definitely something that, you know, that, that we need to take important or even it's, I feel like it's more in the forefront now that all this mm -hmm. stuff about the COVID has been going on, you know, uh, people, um, you know, in their bubbles, you know, trying to protect themselves, you know, the, the, the vaccine is, you know, going, you know, being issued out and, and hopefully that's going to help out, but you still hear of, of, you know, pandi the, the pandemic, you know, in certain areas or States, you know, getting their numbers back up, but you know, whatever that all that's going on, uh, but it's definitely something that we need to, you know, be mindful of, you know, in our lives to, you know, help protect and help, you know, benefit our health mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, in every uh, faucet and avenue, uh, you know, of our lives. Mm. So in our conversation today, Caleb, what do you feel like, um, wh what do you think we're going to, you know, what are some tidbits or what are some uh, highlights that we're going to touch on? Yeah, so you painted a really beautiful backdrop for the setting of the conversation. Uh, today, what I want to share with you and the audience that's watching and will be watching later on is, you know, how to pivot post-pandemic. Mm. You know, I know it sounds a little weird, like we're still in the pandemic, yeah. <laughs> technically, um, but want to get everyone in the mindset of, you know, how we're going to pivot and go forward with our health, with our lives, because, um, you know, things don't last forever. Things do change. Mm. And unfortunately, there are some effects that happen. You know, there is some... Um, some things that people are, you know, not expecting, mm -hmm. and so in this conversation, we're going to uncover, you know, the big, the big S word, which is stress, mm -hmm. and the effects that it has on the body mm -hmm. and a mental health as well. 
and then we're, we're going to go over some ways to overcome that. I want to leave the audience with some value and some uh, some guidance and some tips to overcome yeah. the stress, and also consider some nutrition uh, points as well that can help with fighting off stress. So that's what I'd like to get into today. Yeah, definitely. I, and I I, I want to kind of take a moment here to thank everybody that responded to the um, to the questionnaire that we sent out on the Facebook link. And, um, you know, we're going to touch a little bit on, on some of the subjects. You know, we're not going to dive too much, uh, you know, into it, but we're definitely going to make uh, Caleb accessible to you. We're going to go over his links and everything at the end, you know, to kind of you can touch base with him if you have any questions or anything that's going to take a little bit more uh, time, you know, to go over. Uh, so we're definitely going to share with you how to get a hold of Caleb. Um, but at the same time, you know, again, we just want to share little tidbits and information. And one of the big, but one of the big key ones was, you know, weight loss, you know, that, that mm. people were really interested in. So we're, again, we're going to touch on a, a little bit of all those uh, subjects that kind of came up. Um, so Caleb, you know, kind of talking about, uh, pivoting post pandemic. Um, what are some of your thoughts on that? Yeah. So before getting into that conversation about pivoting, yeah. let's kind of get into if you if, you know what was happening before the pandemic. Mm. So if I'm not sure if you have anyone in the chat section, you guys are more than welcome to you know type your answers there, um, or you know Mario yourself jump in. But what was what were some things you used to do before the pandemic? You know, just just thinking out loud. So now everything now is like the new the new way or whatever it's called right yeah right, before yeah. the new norm yeah, yeah. The, there you go the new norm there you go uh but yeah you know normally uh going to work you know was was something you would do from eight to five uh mm-hmm. and then going grocery shopping and being able to find everything you needed to find at the store uh you know so yeah going to work going to church you know midweek uh sunday services or special events birthdays you know, things like that. That was kind of, you know, what it was like before, for sure. Yeah, those are some of the big ones. You know, before you'd be able to go to the grocery store and find toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big joke. Uh, not yeah. a joke for some, because that's pretty important. But, yeah. um, you know, going to work, like going to your physical office, a lot of people working virtually, um, going to big gatherings, events. Yeah. I know for my family, we really enjoy, you know, getting together and just like spending time with each other. Um, that's something that's kind of been reduced with this whole pandemic. Um, smiling at others, yeah. you know, everyone's wearing these masks, and you can only see like basically this part of their face. Yeah, and it's real. It's you know, most of our communication is you know nonverbal. So if you can only see someone's eyes, maybe a little bit of their forehead, yeah. it's really hard to get a gauge for you know what's going on as far as communication. So that was life before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and so overall, one thing that's important to realize that before the pandemic like we had a lot of privileges and access to a lot of activities Mm -hmm. you know we could have the freedom to just go out and drive go to the park go to the movies go out to eat dinner um if we went to the hospital or the medical office we can go in there with our family and significant other we weren't told to wait outside in our cars there are a lot of things like that that um there are privileges and maybe taking for granted and then once the pandemic happened you know, what happened? They shut down, yeah. you know, Arizona, you know, you have to be in by a certain time. Parks were closed. Restaurants were closed. Movies were closed. Yeah. Um, so we, those things 
uh, over time, they have that effect. And so um, one thing, another thing to keep in mind as far as like personal wellness is that stability is really important for your own personal wellness. Mm. Yeah. And that's, that's something that was definitely impacted. Yeah, def- you know, stabi- stability, like you mentioned, because it's almost like you had a routine or something, like we say, something that kept you kind of even kill, you know, kind of, mm-hmm. you know, to keep everything balanced. Um, but what you, you mentioned that, you know, it, it helps out with the wellness part of it. Uh, what what is what is stability in your life? What does that help to do? What is what does that affect or what does that help to keep kind of stabilized? Yeah, so, um, you know, just to review some of the areas of stability that I've kind of pinpointed is like, you know, there's mental stability, mm-hmm. you know, financial stability, um, you know, physical stability, you know, spiritual, emotional. Mm-hmm. You know, when those things are kind of out of whack, you know, it can affect you in those ways. So if you're not, if you're not stable, like spiritual wise, you're not, you know, staying connected in prayer or doing what you need to do. It's like, well, you're going to fall off spiritually. You're going to be unstable. Same mm-hmm. thing with like finances, same thing with emotions. If you don't keep your emotions in check, uh, your emotions can, you know, overrule and kind of, you know, dictate how you, uh, you know, kind of live your life. So that's where stability comes in. Yeah. And when you're able to keep that balance, um, that that just keep, keeps things that keeps the ship right. It keeps yeah. the ship afloat. Yeah, definitely. It, it's just you know f- finding your anchor. You know, finding finding things that are going to anchor you. And mm-hmm. and I think that's one of the things. Um, so with this podcast, Caleb, uh, you know, I, I've shared with it before. The other half of what I do is I get to interview people and hear their testimonies, and and a lot of things that they share about um, about about the cri- the time now is that, like you mentioned, we don't have the stability of going, uh, of in-person gatherings as much. So what happens is it really makes you stand out in your personal relationship, you mm. know? So spiritualize, you know, spiritually, it makes you stand out and it makes you really anchor yourself to, you know, uh, to your disciplines, in other words, uh, you know, mm. your prayer life, your your reading, you know, and everything else. And that's very interesting that I, I never really associated with it so much the 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 physical part of it too and how that can like you just mentioned all those things it can affect you mentally you know mm-hmm. you start feeling anxious or you know you you feel that anxiety coming on or uh you know we hear uh, stories uh from family members about kids that are trying to do in-person learning and you mm-hmm. know kids are missing their friends at school and and just this whole experience about going to high school and things like that but uh yeah even financially and emotionally so it's really interesting how all that kind of coincides together that you know, there's that human side or there's that duality of man, the, the human nature or the human mm-hmm. and then the spiritual, but they both need to be balanced, like you mentioned. Otherwise, uh, uh, like you mentioned, uh, things that are out of whack can definitely, you know, set yourself to a course that you probably don't want to take for sure. Right. And you you mentioned one thing that's really important. What are you anchored to? Mm. So like you're, I, mean, I want those listening, definitely keep that in mind. Like, what are you anchored to? Just keep that noted in the back of your mind for this conversation because that's really the key to you know overcoming mm-hmm. you know we'll later break down what that looks like but yeah. that's really really the key to overcoming uh you know instability yeah then so kind of touching uh kind of going off of that though Caleb, how do you feel um you know kind of going through mentally and, and spiritually and physically and and financially how were all people also affected by the pandemic right 
So first off, I just want to say, you know, when this pandemic was, uh, you know, the onset of the pandemic, you know, back last March or so, it was kind of, you know, talked about like it was going to be over within mm. like what a few weeks or a few months, yeah. right? Yeah. No one really expected it to even go past the summer. I know I didn't, you yeah. know, um, but here we are a year later and we're still here. Um, and so if you want to talk about like different effects, it's like, well, what does that do to your mind? And, you know, like you said, uh, your, your stability, it's like, if you're told, okay, like we're in this pandemic, it's only going to be three months, mm -hmm. three months later, we're still here. And then you're told again, ah, another three months, three months goes by, yeah. we're still in, and even more, you know, stricter, uh, you know, guidelines at that point. So you're in this state of you're, you're not in control of your surroundings totally. Mm -hmm. Um, you're, you're, you're beginning to realize there are certain things you had control over that are no longer in your control. Yeah. There's still things that you're in control of. And well, I'm pretty sure a lot of people realize that during the pandemic, like they are connecting, like, you know, I still have the ability to, you know, do things even within my means, even though there's different like regulations. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure people realize that, but the overall effect is uh, that's that's a stressful situation. I'm not sure about anyone listening but I know for me personally, whenever things are outside of my control, that's definitely like a pet peeve slash like trigger for me. Uh, I wouldn't consider myself like a type A personality person, but you know, I do like having a certain amount of control of things in my environment. So with that being said, you know, just looking at what people reported yeah. as far as like their their effects is like they they reported their personal relationships being affected. Yeah. They also reported like how their free time was used. They reported like different physical and mental health changes. So that's just you know kind of the tip of the iceberg with mm. some of the things that are reported. And, and those are some like the negative things. Um, you know, not to mention you know change in uh, you know a, a, a political situation. I don't like, I don't really like to get into politics, but mm. that was something that also happened last year. Um, and so you know the economy so people were affected by yeah. uh, these things and that all kind of like boils down to like you know stress and yeah one thing is how does your body how does that affect your body hmm. yeah yeah no definitely i yeah i remember hearing stories you know about personal relationships and you hear you were hearing them a little bit more uh on the news about how people or couples that were spending more time with each other at home because of the of the uh, yeah. yeah that you know divorce rates or whatever was going on but they're like i'm spending too much time <laughs> you know spending too much time with you and i mean i i laugh in, in hindsight meaning that you know it's it's kind of interesting that that you know you, you're 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 sharing your lives with somebody you know either your your significant other or your family your kids but it's, it's funny how we just need that little also time to kind of break away a little bit you know right to, yeah uh, yeah, and, and and you're right. You know, you hear about jobs, and uh, it's just, you know, it's just unfortunate, and and how all this stuff happens, and 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 I yeah, and, and that's a big indicator or a big uh, doorway to you know to stress. You know, yeah. um, is in regards to stress, though, Caleb, um, is, is stress just stress, or is there different levels to this? You know, how how does how, how does how does how does that work out for the stress? Right. So just to kind of give like an overview of stress, not all stress is bad. Uh, you know, there's 
what they would call, I guess there's situational stress that can definitely help. I'm not going to call it good stress, but it's situational. Mm. You know, imagine, like, here's a good example. The other weekend I went fishing. I went up to Mount Lemon. I went to Rose Lake, Canyon Lake. And, you know, it's up there in the mountains, and there's some wildlife out there. As I'm driving to get towards the lake, I'm seeing these signs for, you know, make sure you pack up and pack in because there's bears. And so I'm already on guard about bears. And so that's that can be an example of like situational stress that's beneficial to you because say for instance you come across that bear, you kick in that flight or fight, mm. you know, that that instinct to like, okay, either I'm gonna stand my ground and throw down, be like David, and, you know, because David he he had some of that. He had, you know, fought off the lion and a bear. So he definitely stood his ground. And that was like situational stress. But there's also like the flight where it's like you're gonna get stressed up to take off and run and you probably will run the fastest you've ever ran in your entire life because you're just so scared. Mm. So that kind of stress is beneficial in those situations. But one thing to look at is that that stress is um, temporary. It's in a moment, like in the flash of a moment. It's not a continuous uh, or long-term stress. Mm. And so when we look at stress that goes beyond the temporary timeline, that's when it begins to become harmful to the body because um, most things that are that were stressing us during this time, you know, during the pandemic, you know, they just kept reoccurring. And so the reoccurring stress, it's kind of like waves hitting the ocean. It's just like eating away at the, you know, at the at the beach front. Mm. And over time, it's going to really wear you down. And mm. so uh, the different types of stress, you know, you have like the acute stress, you have like episodic. Acute, acute stress and then there's chronic stress which is the most mm. harmful of all of those mm. wow and, and what are some of the one of the what are some of these effects uh for for these stresses Kayla? right so when we're looking at acute stress um we're looking at momentary emotional distress momentary uh, muscular distress mm. momentary uh like stomach problems and uh, momentary like hyper arousal. So in those uh, situations, like your blood pressure is gonna shoot up, your heart rate's gonna shoot up, your um, your blood sugars are gonna increase because your cells are gonna get ready to take up the glucose for energy to get ready to take off or stand your ground and fight. Um, sometimes if that stress doesn't like release, you know, it can also mess up your your stomach. So some people when they get stressed out, like their stomach. Uh, it, you know, sometimes you get constipated or sometimes the other thing happens. Mm -hmm. Also, stress can manifest itself in the body. Like maybe your jaw gets tight or you have a headache, um, like different muscles in your body begin to tense up mm -hmm. because you're, you have all this energy, but you're not necessarily doing anything with it in the type of setting that we're talking about. So that's those are some of the effects of the um, the acute stress. Wow. I mean, that's that's a. You know, I, I don't want to sound uneducated, <laughs> but what I mean by that is, you know, I, I know I knew stress wasn't necessarily a good thing, you know, mm -hmm. and and um, and, and only because you know sometimes life happens, you know, mm -hmm. you can be spiritually grounded, obviously, and and or just sane mind, or, or you feel comfortable you're at, but <coughs> excuse me, but life happens. You know, unexpected 
uh, air conditioning breaking down during the summertime, uh, you know, <laughs> but you know, all these, you know, all these little things and, and definitely God is on our side and, and, and we know that God has everything in control. But it, again, it's that, that human nature side where it's, it's just interesting, but I never realized how much stress could, um, you know, affect your body. Like you were just mentioning, just even the fact that glucose would be released and, you know, for, for those kind of things. Yeah. And, and it's pretty funny because, I mean, I, I always felt myself mellow or kind of laid back a little bit, but I, I got to a point where I don't know if it was my blood pressure. I found out, you know, I had that like out of whack and all these other things. But my, my oldest son, Andrew, would tell me, Dad, I, I could actually feel heat come off of you, like when you would get mad, you know. Oh. And I thought he was exaggerating. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's amazing how this body, you know, it, I, I believe it's almost like when a car is, is stressing and it's going to overheat, you know, mm. there's a little gauge. And then if you don't pay attention to the signs, all of a sudden the car's not going to be running. Smoke's going to be coming. You know, it reminds yeah. me of those, yeah, those cartoons where the smoke is coming out of people's ears when they're. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is a great illustration. That's like a great analogy because, um, you know, as we kind of go along the different effects of like chronic stress, yeah. you know, stress, if it's unmanaged, untreated, you know, it can lead to that, you know, that car breaking down, bursting a pipe. And what that looks like in the body is that can, you know, result in a, you know, in a stroke or some mm -hmm. type of, uh, you know, cardiovascular event. So you're exactly dead on with that analogy because, you know, you get those signs and signals and they kind of manifest themselves in different ways. If you don't, just like a car, if you don't uh, address it when the check engine light comes on, then you next thing you know, you need to go to the car shop. And that's mm -hmm. a lot more a lot more uh, time and resources that are needed to fix the car at that point versus if you just would have paid attention to the, yeah, you know, so to speak, check yeah. engine. <laughs> no, definitely. And, and Caleb, what, what would, what would you feel like that would kind of result in like, if, you know, that level of stress, uh, you know, as far as for like, you mentioned the, the two before, but you know, like that chronic stress where, you know, all those little check engine lights are going on but we're not paying mm -hmm. attention to our body, you know, that maybe are we having the headaches or maybe, you know, we're clinching our, you know, all those things you mentioned mm -hmm. before, but what are some of those things, what, what can happen when we're not paying attention to those warning signs in, in essence, those warning signs? Yeah. So some of the, you know, just reviewed, you, know, you have like the emotional distress, mm -hmm. you know, the cognitive distress, like with headaches, uh, the muscular, the stomach issues, and even some of just like the internal things. So those signs, what they do is like if they're not treated over mm -hmm. time, is they amplify and they get worse. Um, overall, you know what that can lead to. One thing that I want to touch on because uh, the audience was interested in was weight gain. And so, basically, with with stress, with you know if it goes on long term, mm -hmm. it almost acts like. Um, I remember watching this. Um, this report or like film and they're going over like the, the health effects of stress. And they said, they compared it to this. It was like, if you were to go out and eat like fast food and kind of get like the junk food and, you know, it kind of clogs your arteries mm. and things like that. And it's like, um, you know, it, it, it'll make you gain your weight or it can make you lose weight. And so it has like that ability to like clog your arteries. And that's where, you know, during those stressful moments, like when your heart rate increases and the blockage is there in your veins and your vessels, and the blood's not able to get through, like that's what causes like the strokes and the, mm -hmm. the different heart attacks um, that happen. 
sometimes it also results, like, like I said, in weight gain or even weight loss for mm -hmm. some individuals. Yeah, you just brought back so many memories, Caleb. And like I said, there was, you know, an episode in my life where I had to really take stock and, and change uh, change a lot of my um, not, what was it? my disciplines and things. Uh, mm. in my in my personal life in my health uh, and um, I remember when I would feel the moments of stress um, you know like you mentioned some people may, may experience weight uh, weight loss or weight gain and I, I remember for me um, in my mind I thought right away of you know some people can lose appetite and I would gain appetite you know yeah, would, yeah so you know those midnight snacks or whatever I just felt like well you know let's just do this and I would just eat almost like a second dinner, you know, during those mm. times. And, um, and yeah, but, but, you know, kind of, kind of not being sound in body can definitely affect you mentally, you know, mm -hmm. in, in the way of thinking of things. And, um, like, for example, I, I felt like I gained weight the most. And, uh, you know, when, when I wasn't at my healthiest time, like, I'm still working on, on a lot of things. Uh, but I, I, you know, and then it affect my sleep. You know, I never realized that sleep was important. You know, yeah. you know eating I, I, eating right, obviously. You know, say you are what you eat or your your body. I mean, what you eat is like fuel. But I never realized, mm -hmm. like, sleep, you know, was important. And, and that, that can affect sleep also. But, right. um, yeah. And, and it, it, it even got to a point where it affected my, I imagine, my behavior. You know, mm. which unknowingly, unknowingly to me, maybe, I just thought I was having bad days all the time. You know, yeah. yeah, more than average or, or normal. Uh, but, um, you know, yeah, so all this stuff is, is yeah, we need we need mental health and, 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 and good, you know, good ways of being able to, to achieve those things. Wow, Caleb. Well, like I said, I don't want I don't mean to see, sound naive or, or like no, uneducated. Like, these are things that <laughs> I, ha I learned too, and I was very shocked by it. And so. Like I said, whenever I'm talking to clients, even, you know, Mario, when we work um, in our place of work, like stress also came up because we know it can affect uh, different things that moms are trying to achieve mm, with their, yeah. you know, as far as like feeding their children. So stress, I just look at it as that, that negative energy that can just manifest in so many ways. And so most times uh, in counseling, I like to address the stress first before we move on to like any mm. type of you know, nutrition intervention. Yeah. We may include exercise or some other things, but I like to address the stress. Like how can we, you know, get that to go away? Cause like you said, it affects your sleep, your, your, um, your attitude, yeah. you know, you can have like different aggressive behaviors. So, yeah. um, and those are kind of like things that are part of your personality, things that help you function normally as a person. And it's the stress that seems very small, but the impact is very big. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, yeah. Well, and kind of, and, and well, with all that just being regular life before, I mean, this is when I was feeling all those, you know, uh, all that uh, stress and, and everything else in my, in my, myself. But like you mentioned earlier, then, then comes, you know, COVID, you know, we didn't know what to mm -hmm. call it first, like late December, two years ago. It was kind of like in you know, October, November, December, then all of a sudden, you know, it was called uh, COVID-19 because it happened at the end of 2019. So now there's like an added, um, for some people, stress or just kind of level out there. Um, how do you feel like, 
you know, what were some of the stresses or how, how do people cope with the pandemic, you know, during that time to kind of deal, help deal with stress, do you think? Right. So sometimes, and I, I'm also guilty of this, but sometimes we look for coping in ways that aren't always healthy or, you know, just good for us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we look for, you know, we look towards food as, you know, mm-hmm. for comfort. So we may turn to the plate, we may turn to, you know, you know, sweets or whatever. Like me, I really love Mexican food. So it's like, well, let's go and get that, you know, <laughs> case, you know, quesadilla. Let's get the, you know, the chimichanga. Let's fire it yeah. up. You know, all the guacamole and sour cream. You know, because sometimes that makes, you know, not sometimes, but you know, that makes people feel better. Um, the effects of that is the feeling is also fleeting, which mm. means, you know, as soon as you're done, like you may just go back to feeling worse or even, you know, even worse than that. Yeah. Some people turn to smoking, alcohol, mm. some turn to shopping. Um, so that may affect, you know, people like financially wise, mm. um, a lot of different ways that people cope. And so hopefully in this conversation to kind of like show people the lights, like we're going to go over some of the healthy ways to cope mm. and to overcome the stress. Yeah, definitely. And even though we couldn't go out, you could still shop on Amazon. So that was yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> and you know, you know, you pointed out some of the effects of the pandemic. It's like you know, most of us are indoors. Yeah. We're not really getting a lot of activity. I know yeah. me, you know, for work, I'm already parked behind a desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight hours more than you know, more eight more than eight hours a day, and so that sedentary activity with an increase of, you know, calories or food intake, mm. you know, it's like a recipe for, you know, getting undesired weight gain or weight changes. Uh, if that's the way that you handled the stress, yeah. you know, other people, it was like appetite reduction. So they just stressed out and they didn't eat at all. And so mm. they lost the weight. And so we also want to look out for those individuals too, because uh, a lot of times, especially here in America, we, we tend to focus on weight gain and that's, you know, it has, you know, there's, there's things that go to support, you know, we should keep an eye on weight, but also those that are underweight too. So yeah. you don't want, you want to be like malnourished and have any deficiencies and nutrients. So that's important too. Yeah, definitely. I just wanted to focus on something. Um, I love my wife. She's a big, my, one of my biggest fans, but she did comment. Uh, one of the things you were talking about earlier, this is so interesting. No matter what I try to do, I can't seem to lose weight. But what you were talking about makes me realize maybe that stress, that's a culprit. Work stress is at mm. a high right now, and uh, there's no way around it. And ah. I, I remember reading uh, something, Caleb, too. Um, one of the, like, and I wish I could quote the source, but I just kind of want to uh, generalize this statement, what I'm saying, uh, that they're saying, like, the top 10 worst jobs to have as far Ooh. as for health, you know, for health or something like that. <laughs> and, and you said, you know, you're sitting behind a desk, and that was one of them. You know, in mm-hmm. a, in a in a setting where you're behind the desk mostly, and, and I know people can listen to this and be like, you know what? Well, I work behind a desk and it's fine. You know, I none of those things have happened to me or whatever. But, but I really think the majority it, it kind of gets to you. You know, it kind of gets to you. You know, where where you're trying to find ways of coping with that. I was a big soda drinker. Oh my goodness, Caleb, mm-hmm. I I would love to drink sodas, but after all this stuff started kind of coming up for me. I haven't had a soda like in six months or so. I don't know if I'm exaggerating or if I'm cutting myself short, but I know no, I haven't. I think you yeah. talked about that. <laughs> yeah. and you said you were cutting out soda. I remember that. Oh yeah, that was a big thing for me, you know. And and I think you know, I think I'm I'm able to see the the benefits. You know, like I said, you, what you put into your body is your fu- your fuel or, or you know whatever. But yeah, you know, it, it's it's really helped me out a lot for sure. Definitely. Um, 
Uh, but yeah, different people, you know, like you were mentioning, coping with COVID, um, you know, they, they, they found different ways of doing that or going about that. But w- one of the things you mentioned was like, um, you know, like increased alcohol or t- tobacco intake. What, obviously, we know the dangers of drinking, you know, uh, and smoking, you know, but what are what are some of the things that it actually other ways that it can actually affect the body? You know, telling is like, uh, you know, alcohol can affect the liver, smoking, obviously the lungs and and with cancer. Yeah. But are there any other things that, you know, that, that, that can affect for you? Yeah. So if you're using alcohol, tobacco as a coping mechanism, it actually exacerbates the uh, the effects of stress. You know, usually with stress, like we said, it's going to constrict your blood vessels, get up your heart rate, um, increase blood pressure. And so with alcohol, tobacco, it's going to actually constrict your blood vessels. So it's like you're amplifying that negative effect. So that's really not the best way to go about that one. Um, Contributes to high cholesterol. Also, you may change your appetite, increase your um, risk of blood clotting and forming blood clots, and also changing your mood you know, that alcohol is a downer. So it can also, you know, you're basically double down, (laughs) doubling down on that negative effect of stress. And so um, some people, you know, turn to, you know, alcohol and smoking, but, you know, just a a friendly reminder that, you know, maybe we're looking at a different way to overcome that Mm. besides with alcohol and smoking. You know, I n- I never looked at it in that way that it would c- it would construct the blood f- you know blood flow where it's not giving you, um, you know comfort you know ease or whatever. So that's that's mm-hmm. good. that's pretty interesting. Yeah, and, and we kind of talked about it earlier, especially like for me, I'm a I'm a big fan of Amazon, uh, Amazon and 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 its ease of shopping. And I'm a Prime mm-hmm. member because I want those two day <laughs> the things in two days. Right. Yeah, but you know, and and yeah, it's true. But how how would how does that affect you know coping with COVID and increased shopping? How how would how does that affect? Right. So with with shopping, it has it's almost like the same or has similar effects as you know coping with food, except instead of affecting your calorie intake, it's impacting your financial uh, output. It does have the ability to improve your mood. So that is something that's found in research, like going out and having a little retail therapy. That's something that works, but um, th- I'm not all, I'm not endorsing anyone to just go out there and spend above their budget. Like this yeah. is not what I'm here to say, but um, you know, you want to look at the, you know, if you're using shopping as a way to cope, like you really want to get down to like what the root problem is mm-hmm. of the stress, because even though like shopping will improve your mood, make you feel better, you're still not addressing the core issues yeah. of what's causing the stress. So uh, that that's those are some of the effects of shopping. Yeah, and, and like you mentioned, you know, kind of being indoors now, um, you know, and, and dealing with your own stress and 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 you know, changing it could like you mentioned in some of the things like drinking or smoking or whatever it is, but it could change your appetite, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I can imagine. I I know that you know. I, you know, looking in the news, some of the effects also of the COVID uh, situation. Um, you know, one of the th- big things was uh, weight gain. You know, during during COVID twenty nineteen. Mm. Um, how, how do you feel? You know that that stress. You mentioned earlier that that sometimes stress can bring about weight gain or or weight loss. But how does that kind of tie in together when you're coping with you know eating? You know, you need we need to eat you know, as we go through our day, but how does that kind of, um, 
how does that kind of relate to that stress that, or coping mechanism with stress? Right. So, yeah, with stress, like, again, you know, some people cope with increasing, you know, their food intake. And usually the foods that they're looking to cope with aren't necessarily like your nutrient-dense mm. uh, variety. Like, no one – I. Well, I don't want to say no one, but I'm I'm pretty sure there's few people that are going out and say I'm gonna go cope with you know my stress and I'm gonna eat like a whole bag of carrots or a whole <laughs> bag of spinach. Um, they're probably getting a bag of M&Ms or Snickers yeah. or uh, cake or you know a lot of the wonderful foods that taste really great, but they're also very like energy dense or calorie dense. Mm. So that that's those are some of the you know the concerns with looking to food to cope with because they're going to be really energy dense or really calorie dense. Yeah. They're not going to be as dense in nutrients, which uh, that's going to help your body function and function healthier. And mm. later on in our conversation, we're going to talk about some foods that can actually help mm. uh, fight off and uh, you know manage the stress. But those are some of the, the things that people are reported doing as far as like looking to food to cope with their stress. Mm. So they're, they're, they're usually in same thing with alcohol alcohol has more calories per gram than uh your protein and your carbs mm. so if you have like the hierarchy you have like protein and carbs are at four grams uh four calories per gram alcohol is at seven um calories per gram and then fats at nine calories per gram and so if you're looking to you know cope with like you know food like sweets and junk food and alcohol, like you're, you're really going for the high uh, mm -hmm. calorie dense food. So um, if you do cope with food, maybe consider some nutrient dense options or something that's fiber rich or something that's high in like water mm -hmm. uh, that has like a high water content. That way you're at least, you know, giving your, you know, giving yourself more hydration, more nutrients, yeah. uh, more, uh, yeah, just overall better, better quality food. Yeah different cho de definitely different choices than than i was making or make sometimes you know i think i shared with you caleb that one of my goals because i have this little office area here for me mm -hmm. and one of my biggest goals or dreams was to have like a little mini refrigerator in my uh -huh. little space and i was going to stock it up with soda <laughs> and bottles of water <laughs> and that way i could just work you know whatever whatever project i'm working on and then not have to leave and and now, mm. um, you know, we were able to, to get, uh, we were able to find a little refrigerator that was actually given to us. And um, my wife goes, I, I go, babe, what am I going to do with it now? I don't drink sodas anymore. She, she's like, well, we'll figure out something. So now we stock it up because I don't know, I need to have my fruits cold. You know, I just like my mm. fruits cold. So I stick oranges, bananas, uh, grapes, you know, and I go, what a difference, you know, mm -hmm. two, not even two years ago, you know, if I would have gotten this thing, it would have been filled up with so many different things. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. you make that, uh, you have the awareness, you made the change, yeah. and it wasn't, you know, a lot of times people think you have to make some big drastic change. Yeah. Most times, just like with stress, even though something small has big impact, mm. same thing when we're looking at health changes. Something small with your health changes can also make a big impact as well. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And, and, and you know, it, it works, Caleb. I, um, I mean, uh, you know, the, hopefully people will know that it works when, any little steps that we can take to make changes to better our situation health-wise, it works. I talked to you. I talked to you about this before, also that you know me being uh, in, you know Hispanic uh, in my in my lifetime, you know, food was just food, and you ate, you know, and you mm -hmm. ate. You never given really thought about 
uh, calorie intake or anything like that. It was just you ate whatever was offered or you snacked or whatever it was. And, and the more you ate, the more that whoever made you the food thought you liked it. And if you didn't eat a lot, they didn't think they, they didn't think you liked it, you know. But you know, still, you 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 were able to make. I was able to make choices, you know. In other words, growing mm -hmm. up. But but the only time we really considered anything like that about health or, you know, what we're putting into our bodies, was until we saw loved ones that were a little bit older, and then they started dealing with like high blood pressure, or diabetes, or you know, strokes or heart attacks, and, and it, it. I never made the connection because I always thought that was when it happened when you were older. You know, mm. uh, even dealing with stress, you know, there's different, like you said, there's different levels of stresses. And I believe that even my 15 year old to my 12 year old, your kids, you know, you guys, what do you guys have to stress about? But there is different, like you said, levels of stress for sure, you know, yeah. different situations. But, um, but yeah, so uh, kind of going back to the original point is being able to make little changes definitely goes a long way. And one of those changes is definitely to start informing yourself with good information. You know, reaching out to those uh, health professionals or to health counselors or nutrition, you know, if, if you have access to them, you know, to try to help to, to make those changes for sure, uh, to yep. start taking those steps. And and I guess that kind of want to want to lead to, you know, uh, you know, that that pathway to wellness. You know, I mentioned some things, you know, reach out to people or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, what can kind of what can people do, you know, to kind of start their journey? into a new path of wellness. Right. So the first thing I want to share with everyone watching is that you have to believe that you can make the change and that that change is possible. And so I like to start there because it first starts in your mind. Um, that's where you get your motivation from. And that's going to be the, the kind of like the focal point that you'll be able to lean on having your motivation, knowing that you're able to, and knowing that it's possible. And so after that, um, then we can kind of look at some of those methods of overcoming stress. And so um, first thing, or one thing that I really like to rely on for managing stress, and this is even like a personal thing that I do, is I like to get out and exercise, especially during this pandemic, like we're sitting, you know, indoors for a big part of the day. Um, sometimes I'll take like a mid-morning break and just, you know, take a walk, sometimes around lunch, or sometimes, sometimes even after work, I'll just go for a walk. Um, from time to time, I may hit the gym. Mm. It may not always happen week to week. Um, just being honest, you know, mm. I think I feel like everyone can relate to that. Like you have honest intentions of going to the gym, but sometimes um, it's nice to just unwind, sit in front of the couch, do things. But you know, getting that exercise in is a really good key to managing your stress. And usually, with exercise, one of the benefits is that you know. You know, when you do it on a regular basis, like you're working to put that stress and that energy from stress to use, mm. because if you're stressing, you're just kind of like sitting there with that energy and it's not really going anywhere. Well, your body's going to internalize it in some of the negative effects that we went over. So by exercising, you're kind of like reshaping and repackaging that energy and you're putting it to good mm. use. Um, by working out, you also feel better about yourself. Usually it raises your confidence. Uh, in yourself and also competence in your body like you feel more confident like doing things mm. um, and that's and that's another thing sometimes you're not aware of what you can do unless you try yeah. and so i would like to encourage anyone watching uh now or later is you know you can do it it's definitely possible start small so if you're looking to exercise like don't go out and run 10 miles <laughs> for your yeah. first try you know maybe start with the with the brisk walk 
and you know listen to your body and if you feel like you can handle more the next day then definitely you know take on a longer distance or maybe increase your intensity of your walk but um, exercise is one way of the next we're going to kind of go over for helping stress yeah you, you i remember um what what was it so so I don't know if it, this is correct or not, and I don't want to misquote or give any misinformation, Kayla. But I remember there there was a say there was a, a something that we learned that uh, when you exercise, it actually releases um, some type of chemical in your in your body that that goes to the brain, and it's almost as equivalent, not maybe not as strong, I'm not sure, but it's almost as equivalent as to if you're smoking a cigarette or something like that. Does that sound well, right, or am I mis? So what comes to mind is, you know, when you're exercising, it does release, like I said, it has like those feel good uh, feelings, those feel good hormones, usually your endorphins. Well, it's going to increase your endorphins. And so that's a, that's a good hormone. Um, It's going to make you feel better. Who doesn't want to feel better, especially when you're stressed out. So by exercising and usually what's recommended for exercise, I forgot to mention this, but um, usually what you want to start off with is, you know, 30 minutes, you know, you can do 30 minutes a day, five times uh, you know, throughout the week, and that'll get you to your 150 minutes of exercise. That's what's recommended for for most adults. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I remember because I was remember sharing that with somebody, and they're like, "No way!" It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, go for a walk or whatever instead of doing that. Uh, we got something here, uh, Caleb uh, from Todd Wilson. Very informative. It's also worthy to note that what that we call food today is different from what the Bible calls food. Um, I imagine it, it, it's true in a sense where we didn't, they didn't have processed food or preservatives, mm. you know, all those things. Um, yeah. Yeah. That make left food, you know, make food last longer and um, you know, that can actually affect our bodies, you know, and our health in that way. Uh, definitely everything was more organic. I imagine, you know, picking, <laughs> you know, straight grown from the earth, you know, yeah. hunting, you know, things like that for definitely. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Um uh, yeah, that that's that's a good point there too. Yeah, um, and that's the that's that's Mr. Wilson. That's that's pops there. Oh, uh, I, I like to note that you know my dad he grows his own garden, so he grows a lot of his own foods. And so, um, you know, when you know what you put in the ground, like the seed that you put in the ground, mm-hmm. you know what you're gonna get out of it. Just like yeah. just like God, He plants us in the earth, and He knows all about us. Yeah, and He knows like what we're what our potential is and what we're designed for, what we're created for, just like the plants we, you know, we eat, you know, we put the seed in, like we know what we're getting. Sometimes, you know, foods can be, uh, I think what my dad's getting is sometimes foods can be altered, uh, modified, processed, and have other ingredients. Um, And so it definitely pays to be mindful to what you put in your body because it can affect your body. Mm. And um, do your, do your research. And, you know, definitely lean to God for understanding in, in yeah. areas that you don't have that understanding. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, so, you know, we talked a little bit about, you know, beginning that journey and, and you mentioned about exercising, uh, you know, just to get out there, move around, get your blood flowing, get your blood pumping, you know, to, to, to into your body or through your body here. Um, but what are some other ways that, that we can try to uh, – what we can try to put to practice in, in this journey to wellness. Caleb. Right. So another way is I, and I'm a really big advocate of this one is like journaling and writing down your feelings and 
um, how you feel. A lot of times with stress, we're keeping it to ourselves. Mm. You know, something something bothered you today at work, or something someone did something that offended you, or there's a situation uh, that you wish went the other way. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you just lock it up in a little uh, vault inside of you, yeah. and you never talk about it. And it usually grows and it ends up bothering you to a greater point so what you can do is you know just get a you can even get just like a random piece of paper write down what you're feeling how you're feeling what bothers you even if it doesn't make sense and what you're writing down like doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. sometimes we don't know what's bothering us um that happens sometimes there's like a feeling that comes over you you don't know what's happening even write about it just talk about it and then just let your pen or your pencil you know kind of channel that stress onto the paper and then what i like to do is i get that paper is i throw it away in the trash and it's kind of symbolic of me taking my stress from inside me and throwing it away um so that's a really great one yeah definitely and And i wanted to also add to that um when you're doing that exercise it's also good to be in a you know later on being a, a mindset of gratitude because I think gratitude is the best attitude to have. Mm-hmm. Usually when there's something negative going on, I like to look at, you know, on the positive side or cup half full. So mm-hmm. always think of something to be grateful for too. That can definitely, definitely help. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's interesting you said that because that was actually one of the first things that we talked about on things to consider was attitude of gratitude for 2021 mm-hmm. and how as Christians, um, we, we have the ability to look, well, in a sense, we, we should have the ability to look beyond what we feel we're short of or what we don't have or what we're lacking, because in a sense, God feels all those things, you know, for mm-hmm. us in our lives. And, and because he does that, there's no reason why we wouldn't have gratitude. You know, there's there, there's no reason why we wouldn't be thankful for anything. Again, life does, life does happen. You know, you walk out to your car in the morning, you go to work and your tire's flat. Like, what is going <laughs> you know just whatever your situation might be but um you know just connecting with that attitude of gratitude, knowing that you know what beyond this beyond Mm -hmm. this you know we are called and we have a purpose and uh we are just pilgrims passing through this you know it's our journey that we're just passing through this world and this is not you know the end all and be all you know right i might not have the car somebody else might have i'm not might have the house you know but that doesn't measure my blessings that doesn't measure my success you know the fact that you know i i have salvation puts mm-hmm. above anything else that i could ever you know ever ever want to achieve you know in in this lifetime in this world um but like like you know like we mentioned it, it's just life life happens you know life can get to people yeah. and and it becomes so overwhelming my my wife and i were having a conversation about this that it almost seems like you're in a bubble the mm-hmm. situation you're going through and and you can't see outside of it you can't see outside of well you know what what if i'm not a loser because people bully me and they keep calling me and i have low mm-hmm. self-esteem but you can't see out of that you can't see past you know what the situation is sometimes of what you're going through so um definitely mm-hmm. mental healthness like i said connected mental healthness connected with spiritual healthness is really important because you can't have one without the other you right really can't. and you brought up something mario that made me remember a time when I was like really down and this is, you know, been a few years now, but like you said, you can't see past that bubble yeah. and you don't know what's going to be on the other side or if there's even an other mm. side, let's be honest. Like sometimes we're just 
stuck and we feel like we're stuck and we can't get past it. Yeah. One thing that helped me get out of a uh, dark place is I, I wrote down to myself. I remember this. I was in my room and I wrote down to myself, I will not be uh, where, I, where I'll end up or something. It's like, I will not end up where I'm at currently. Mm. So I was trying to tell myself and encourage myself that yeah. right now, like this is where I'm at, but I'm not going to be here always. There's always going to be change. Yeah. And so with that in mind, it helped me, like I, I experienced growth and I took on this mindset of like, okay, whenever problems come my way, I know it's going to be temporary and yeah. things will change. And I also adopt that mindset for things that are good too, because a lot of times we like to, mm. you know, fantasize in this fairy tale yeah. type of dream world scenario where it's like, okay, we're finally in this good spot and it's a good moment and it's going to last forever. Yeah. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but <laughs> even that's temporary. Yeah. So for me, it helps to keep me grounded, helps to keep me anchored to know that, you know, there's always going to be a change. The only thing that's, you know, permanent is change. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, you know, kind of talking about that, my wife just wrote another one. I always feel stress relief after, you know, prayer. And yeah, definitely. Like you mentioned, you know, journaling, writing it down. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely, you know, making that time to communicate with, with the Lord in prayer and, and letting him know oh, all your, suppl yeah, your supplications. Um, yeah, definitely. That's uh, a big one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, my goodness. You know, it, not seeing prayer necessarily where we can go and, and it's something that we just want to make requests, you know, of things. But, mm -hmm. you know, being there and being mindful of what it is that you're doing, where you're communicating with something that's greater than that the earth can't even contain. You know, the earth does not contain God, but everything is in God. You know, right. you're going to that that being and you're and you're, you know, you're communicating, you mm -hmm. know, not only to, to want to share your burdens, because definitely God wants to know those things. But also to to want to receive, you know, a word, you know, to kind mm -hmm. of give you that peace in your life for sure too. That's that's super important. And yeah. like you said, a lot of times in prayer, not a lot of times, but you know, sometimes in prayer we can take it as I'm gonna take my list of desires mm -hmm. and wishes, and you know, that's what my prayer is like. I'm gonna tell yeah. God what I want, and almost like retreating God like Santa Claus, and yeah. we're like, this is my list. You know, these are all my demands. Yeah. Make sure they're done by seven a.m. tomorrow. Uh, before I wake up but like you said it's communication yeah. and you know you're also in that prayer uh you know relationship with the father to receive information yeah. as well so in your prayer it should also be you know you talking but you also listening and receiving yeah. the listening is the biggest part of prayer you know taking that time to be silent in your mind yeah and in your spirit you know 20 30 minutes and yeah. that's something that in our life, even before the pandemic, there's so much chaos and mm. distractions and additional noise that comes in. That's really hard to focus on what God's trying to, you know, communicate to you. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you mentioned like 20, 30 minutes or even just meditating, you know, just meditating over a Bible verse or whatever, you know, that, that kind of helps me, you know, kind of mellow out a little bit, you know, kind of come mm -hmm. back, you know, to, to just, to refocus, you know, myself. Um, but you're also, um, you know, you talked about exercising, but I know there, there was another way also that you wanted to talk about, uh, you know, to kind of, uh, you know, to kind of reach that pathway to, to, I mean, I'm sorry, exercising, you mentioned write it down. And right. um, what, what would, there was, I know there was, I think the one more key thing that you wanted yeah, to Yeah, so the last, like, wellness tip I want to share for overcoming stress 
is breathing exercises. So usually, like I said, when you're stressed out, like your heart rate's going up. And also I forgot to mention like your breathing rate also increases, which contributes to the higher heart rate and the, your heart may pound faster when you're stressed because mm-hmm. you're really trying to pump those nutrients in and, you know, in and out your vessels are constricted. Mm-hmm. So you may feel like you may actually feel your heart pumping. One way to overcome that is doing a simple breathing exercise. And I picked this up along the way and it's been really helpful. I do it from time to time, but, um, you know, you breathe in, inhale five seconds, hold five seconds, and then exhale five mm-hmm. seconds. And you do that very slowly and rhythmically. And you can do that for like a minute. You can do it for two minutes. You can set a timer, do it for five minutes. And what's nice about it is like you could be in the situation with someone that's uh, stressing you or in the situation that's bothering you. Like, ah, oh, like I'm in traffic. Yeah. I, I know when I used to live in Phoenix, like it was very stressful. And so you can even do this like in the moment. It's actually helpful to do it in the moment because then you're training your body a different way to react Mm. to a stressful situation. Mm, That's interesting. Yeah, definitely. You know, when when I went to the doctor because I had that back pain and that's how all this got started about tests Mm. and everything for me, they go, we're going to put that. I wish I could remember the little machine, but it's got the little stickers and they put it on your chest and it kind of measures the rhythm or kind of grabs the rhythm of your heart. And I was stressing. I mean, I was already getting so nervous about them going to do this to me. I was thinking, I'm going to clip the machine. You know, it's going to spy. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I felt so overwhelmed with, like, about, like, I was like, oh, my goodness. I don't. So I just started, you know, reciting, you know, Psalms 23. You know, and then I tried mm-hmm. breathing. You know, Lord, let me breathe. Like, I wasn't. I, I just realized I wasn't breathing normal. You know, I was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really something else for sure. But, yeah, breathing. <laughs> That's yeah. it's it's sometimes it's I know when I'm stressed when I have to think about breathing. Yeah. So when I because breathing's involuntary, like that's a automatic rhythm from the day you're born. Like you just were breathing yeah. on your own. You never thought about it. It's a I think they call it like an autonomous like you know programming for the body. Like you don't have to mm. like worry about it. But, but when you start thinking it, like if you're at the point where you're thinking about breathing, probably uh, pretty stressed out. So you may want to sit down, like you said, go over yeah. some Bible verses do that breathing exercise and yeah. kind of calm yourself down. Definitely. So, so those are the, the, the three wellness tips I want to share. Mm-hmm. I also have like a few uh, like nutrition tips too, before we yeah. uh, kind of, before I kind of, you know, conclude. And so there's Swiss chard is a really great food that you can incorporate in your meal pattern. Um, it's a green leafy vegetable. It's helpful in the way that it, has a lot of magnesium magnesium if it's if you're deficient in magnesium it also like i said it contributes or exacerbates the stress that you're experiencing so it's like if you're stressed out you're going to experience those effects Mm. if you're low in magnesium it's just gonna you know amplify those negative effects Mm. so by making sure you're having enough magnesium um, which, I, which again, uh, Swiss chard is a very great source. It gets about 36% wow. of the daily value of magnesium. So that's, you know, that's really great. So one cup. So put that a part of your dinner. Um, really great green whole food. Another one, and it, it doesn't have to be sweet potatoes, but sweet potatoes is brought up because it's a complex carb, meaning that you know, it's a whole food, it's, it's from the ground, it's not processed, and you know, it has vitamin C, and it also has uh, potassium. 
which both of those help to reduce the stress hormone cortisol. So cortisol is a stress hormone that, you know, if it goes, um, you, know, un, you know, unaddressed in the body, you know, that can contribute to like the tightness in your muscles and, you know, the headaches and the different things. So oh, wow. getting the vitamin C and getting the, um, the potassium, that's definitely going to help, you know, combat that in the body. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and then the last one, one of my favorites, I, I love, I love fish. I usually like to eat salmon. Um, salmon is another really great, um, really great food because it's high in vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids. And so you probably heard that we're like fatty acids. Like I remember you said that was like mm-hmm. nine calories per gram. Not all fat is equal, you know, created equal. There's some fat that's actually really good for you. In the case of omega-3s, um, it helps with, you know, protecting cognitive function, visual, um, you know, acuity. And so it also helps to protect, um, like I said, mental health. So with getting the salmon in, usually if you get about two um, servings of salmon or fatty fish, it can be even like sardines, mackerel, herring, get two servings a week. That will definitely help your body to overcome stress. That's, that's interesting. Uh, you know, I'm, the way you're explaining it now, I, I see that, you know, like, like we were talking about earlier, food being your fuel for your body. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So that that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, what, what are some, what are, what is maybe one of your favorite fruit or what's a good fruit for, for those? Yeah. Things? So a good fruit, um, <clears throat> again, to kind of combat the stress is blueberries. So blueberries, they're really high in antioxidants and those will definitely help to protect your mood and also fight off the effects of stress. So remember, um, like you're dealing with different like stomach issues, you're dealing with your, um, your blood vessels being impacted, um, you know, your emotion. So with the, uh, with the blueberries and you're getting the antioxidants um, that are helping to improve your mood, it's gonna help to offset some of those effects of stress. I like to put them in smoothies. That's one of my favorites to consume mm. them. Um, sometimes, you know, I had a, um, I think I had some pancakes the other weekend, and I was thinking, like, man, we get to have some, you know, blue some blueberries along with this, these pancakes. Yeah. Um, so those are that's probably not like the healthiest way, but yeah. enjoy your foods. Like, I'm not here to, I'm not the food police. Yeah. So yeah. if anyone's wondering, like, oh, he's a dietitian. He said pancakes. Yeah. Um, I'm not the food police. I like to enjoy my foods too, but. Uh, smoothies you can also just eat them whole because then if you eat them whole you definitely get all the you know the fiber that comes in when you put in a smoothie you kind of lose all the fiber um Mm. and destroy some of the nutrients not a lot but eating them whole is probably the best route to go yeah now that we're we're all entitled to a little bit of pancakes caleb okay thank you thank you mario (laughs) so gracious (laughs) no well uh you know through my our line of work i've met you know, nutritionists along the way, mm-hmm. you know, that, that have been with us. And, and there's always interesting because I've always seen their lunches and I was like, how do they eat that? Oh, like, <laughs> but at the same, like rabbit food. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, at the same time, they're like, Oh my goodness, we're nutritionists and we like to do this and we like to do that. You know, no, no one's, no one's perfect, you know, in that sense, you know, everyone's going to have yeah. their, their guilty foods or whatever they, <laughs> you know, once in a while. So. Right, and I'm 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 the same way. If my yeah. uh, my partner on the call, she would say, "You still love to eat pop tarts and snack packs," <laughs> and I'm like, 
and I and I would tell I would say I don't even remember the last time I had a pop tart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Uh, again, well, you know, I, I really appreciate you know all this information. Again, I I know we just and I I I know we know that we just barely touched the surface, you know, of uh, of what what um all these other things. But you know, we've already been on for an hour, and, and again, if we really want to get into depth to each of these, we would probably be here for the rest of the night. But I, I really want to appreciate, um, you know, your 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 time, you know, and, and the information you're giving. But I mean, we're, we're not going to end with you. You know, we, we want to make sure people know that they have access to try to reach out to you. You know, you're willing to do that. But before we get into that, wh- what would you want to share, like, as your closing words, uh, Caleb? Right. So what I'd like to share with uh, everyone that's watching right now and later on is, you know, make your start today. There's always going to be a reason to put it off until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you want to really, you know, this is important because, you know, the reason why I got started because, you know, different family members are impacted with health conditions. And, you know, for me along the way, I learned that there, there's barriers. There's definitely barriers to like you achieving health, but the biggest barrier is you, mm-hmm. you deciding to start. And so if you can you know, overcome that barrier and just put yourself um, in the driver's seat, turn the ignition just get growing and with mm-hmm. little steps that's the biggest thing and just know that there's people uh to support you mm-hmm. and you know definitely if you know after the the broadcast tonight definitely feel free to reach out to get support that's a part of what i do and i love to empower people and encourage people and help them to you know meet all their goals um and so what i want you to do anyone that's watching this is that we went over a lot of different things tonight so we uh, I would like for you to reflect on some things that stuck out to you in the conversation. I want you to choose one of those things, you know, whether it's the breathing exercises, the journaling, the exercising, um, you know, incorporating the different foods like the blueberries, salmon, uh, the Swiss chard. I want you to think about what we discussed. I want you to choose one. And I want you to start next week. So Monday, uh, the 19th, mm-hmm. like you're going to start this one goal and that's how you're going to, change your uh, future and the future you will thank you the future you you know yeah. six months down the road you're going to look back and you're going to say wow like i'm so glad i made this change and you know did something towards my health yeah definitely wow yeah if you, I mean, your future you <laughs> your future you will thank you the future you the future you that's what i mean that's I mean, you know, like I said, everyone has potential yeah. to be, you know, the best that they can be according to like what God had already put yes. in them. So, yeah. you know, we want to make a part of, you know, you doing as like starting with, you know, managing what God yeah. has already given you. God gave you a body. He gave you a mind. Um, you know, if you look in at the one of the parables that, you know, Jesus shared with the disciples, like he shares the parable of like the talent. So there's a, mm. there's one that was given one, another that was given two, one that was given five. You know, the one that had one talent, he wouldn't hit his talent mm. in the earth. And the other two, they went out and they actually, you know, they, they went to work mm. and they actually multiplied what was originally given to them. So, you know, today, you know, when you're born, you're given everything you need in life. You already were given. Mm. And so when we're looking at like you being a good manager, a good steward of what you're given, yeah. it's like, you know, we're going to make those steps to um, return something to God that was more than what he gave or in, you know, put in us. We want to be able to give God our offering of ourselves and we want it to be greater than what he originally gave us. Yeah. You know, 
just like if you put money in the bank or money in the stock markets or something, you don't want to, you don't want to get less than what you put in. Yeah. And you probably don't, you probably would be okay if you got the same money you, you put in, but you want to see more. So that's, that's the same thing for God. He wants to see, he wants to see more from Definitely. you, from his children. Yeah. I remember, you know, kind of studying on, on health and, and Christianity and in a sense it's, it's not so much, you know, for the, the vain glory of it all, you know, no. but like you said, take being good stewards of what God has given you. And when you're in a good place, health wise, mental wise, and spiritual wise, you're able to do the works that God has set you to do. Mm-hmm. If, if I can't maintain this high, this blood pressure or this sugar level or whatever it is, and I'm always tired or if I'm always grumpy or if I'm always this or if I'm always that, there's no way I can excel or do what I was called to do. You know? Right. So, yeah. Right. You have a pur- you have a we all have a purpose. And that's yeah. why. You know, I take what I do very seriously because even though we're just talking, you know, we're just talking about health, we're just yeah. talking about nutrition. For me, in the back of my mind, I know that there's a purpose that God put in each mm-hmm. and every one of us. And a part of me helping, um, you know, others to reach their purpose that God has uh, put in them is like me helping them to like live longer yeah. and have a better quality of life so they can fulfill that purpose. Yes. Yeah. No, I, my mom reminds me of that. Take care of yourself. Keep doing what you're doing and God's <laughs> going to bless you. Because you're doing yep. his work, and and definitely, yeah, I need to be able to have you know that energy and the strength to do what definitely what God has called us to do. Caleb, again, thank you so much for all this information. Um, I, I put ways that people can get in touch with you on the link on the description below. Um, but if you want to go over it with us while while I have you yeah. on, if you don't mind, yeah, definitely. Well, um, first I just want to say thank you again, Mari, for just opening your virtual doors to me and allowing me to share. Um, you know, a little bit of, you know, knowledge with your audience. So I'm just very thankful for that opportunity. And I've had a great time. And, you know, if you wanted to have me on for two hours or three hours, like you just say the word, but I want to be respectful of your time too. (laughs) Um, So some of the ways that you can get, you know, get in contact with me. Uh, First, um, I would encourage you to sign up for this Facebook group called Empowerment Essentials Nutrition Coaching. It's a private Facebook group. Um, that's where I share some content that you know helps with health, helps with wellness, uh, you know, personal development. But it's mostly geared towards like nutrition and wellness. So I would recommend joining that, and I'll accept you. And uh, you can just kind of see what's going on in there. The other place is on Instagram. You can follow me at empowerment.essentials. And again that's where I'll be posting a lot of like health and nutrition related content. Um, and if you just want to, you know, reach out directly to me, you can um, email me at Caleb at empowermentessentials.com. And of course their website is uh, empowermentessentials.com. So you can uh, connect with me on there too. Awesome. Caleb. And again, all these links are down in the description. Uh, so you can see it on Facebook or on YouTube there at the bottom uh, it, you know, so you can connect with Caleb. And again, I'm just really appreciative of your time and, and your willingness to participate. Caleb, it, it's been a great pleasure for me. And again, I hope some of this information that we've kind of covered uh, and touched on, you know, is going to be useful and beneficial to people. And they always have the ability to go back and listen to it. And not only that, but if you're interested, you can probably work out with Caleb a way to get a copy of the slides with his presentation oh, yes. yeah so get get in contact with them that way you can kind of go back and not only listen to it but you can kind of have the the slide presentation there with you and that way you can kind of always go back to it and refer to it 
And then if you have any questions from that, you can always reach out back to Kayla for sure. Definitely. Right. So yeah, don't be shy about reaching out. Um, I don't bite. And I also put uh, the links to all the, like the studies and the, the, the information I have, that's just from school. They trained time. us to <laughs> cite our sources. Yeah. Don't just make up information. So everything that I talked about tonight, there's a link for it and you can follow it up in a, in a published journal. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Caleb. Well, again, thank you so much. And, and we'll sign up here together. Um, you know, I really want to appreciate everyone that um, tuned in or that's going to listen later. Again, I hope that uh, this has been something beneficiary to your life. Uh, again, something for you to consider. Uh, you know, take it. And uh, hopefully it's just, uh, you know, a starting step for you into something mm -hmm. better for you. In Jesus' name. Uh, well, I uh, want to wish everyone a good evening. Thank you so much. Caleb, again, thank you so much, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mario. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for everyone. God bless you. Bye.